Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Sartoro Geek Podcast is sponsored by Jordan Denae. Jordan Denae has all kinds of geek chic apparel and accessories. Our designs are hand-lettered and inspired by our favorite characters and stories in pop culture. We have tank tops that can be worn with a skirt, under a blazer, to the gym, and as pajamas. Please check us out at jordandenae.com and all over the internet at NYC. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I am Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I'm here with Andrea Giletti from KMS Co. Hi, guys. Um, I don't even remember, actually, how we met. I feel like I've seen you on the internet for, like, as long as I've been on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, it, it's been years. I think we might have originally met on Instagram, but then we ended up in the same... Uh, brick and mortar pop-up shop in Brooklyn. That's when that's we actually right. met each other. Um, I forgot that that's how that happened. That was at Planet Cute, right? Yeah, yeah. And it turned out we like lived right near each other coincidentally. So that was a very uh, strange coincidence. But I feel like that has happened to me so many times where I meet someone awesome that's like in my industry. We hang out once and then they move. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And, and then they exactly moved across the country, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's been quite a few years back when I was uh, back when I was making dolls for a living. <laughs> yeah, so we'll definitely post photos of the dolls. They are the cutest things in the world. I have, I think I have seven of them. I have like a really shallow shelf above my desk in my screen printing studio, and I have them all like in a little row. Oh my god. It's so cute. (laughs) But explain like we'll we'll show pictures, but for people who obviously can't see them at this moment, explain like what they are because they're the cutest things in the world. So when I started uh, KMS Co. back in the day, it was just called Killing Me Softly. Uh, And I was, the original idea was to make dolls of serial killers that are really cute. Um, That was kind of how it started out um, and uh, kind of just evolved into making all sorts of little simple felt dolls um, of various characters. I think a lot, quite a few of the ones you have are like Star Wars and Harry Potter themed. Um, I've made so many dolls and uh, yeah, I kind of just, you know, had to leave that behind because I got a little tired of it. I was going to say they have to be time consuming because they're so like intricate, like the details in felt and thread are like so crazy. Yeah. And they're all handmade too, right? It was, you know, just hand making all of them was tiring and, you know, I couldn't spend as much time on each one as I would like to, to create like, you know, something more artistic. So I kind of just had to walk away from that and uh, do something different because just, it it just didn't, my heart wasn't in it anymore. And I don't like to do anything that I'm not a hundred percent like into. I feel like that's kind of a common story though. Like I did sort of the same thing. Um, 
like my Etsy shop when it first started was aprons and stuff that I was sewing and I was like stitching details. And then it's cool. And like when we all started on Etsy, like that's when handmade was really big and it was very like crafty, but I feel like you figure out that when you're trying to run a business, you Mm. can't like hand make enough things. Yeah. It's like only works if you're doing it as a part-time hobby. And then when you try to do it for real, you're like, I'm gonna, my fingers will fall off. (laughs) You can't do this anymore. My hands were about to fall off. I mean, I would have to charge like a thousand dollars a doll to make it worthwhile. (laughs) It would be like completely insane. So, um, so yeah, I had to kind of, have my business evolve a little bit. Um, so I don't know. And it's still the same vibe, but it's just like different kinds of products, which I think is really cool. Right. So, yeah. So when I was thinking about what I was going to do next, um, I wanted to do something clever, uh, but just a little bit easier to, I want to say mass produce, but I'm still making everything myself. So it's really like, on a very low level. Um, but, uh, my next idea was, okay, well I have the serial killer dolls. Like, why don't I try to do like plush weapons? So I did that. And then around the same time, um, I came out with a gravestone pillow and that was kind of the thing that people were like, Oh man, like that's kind of cool. Like that's a clever thing. And it kind of, took off. Uh, so yeah, um, since then I've just been like making all sorts of like random, like creepy, cute, uh, pillows and housewares and things like that. I love that though. Like the combination, I think that's, what's so fun about like small businesses. Like, I mean, like mine was sort of combining like handmade, like your grandma's style with nerdy stuff at the beginning and yours is combining like horror murdery things with like being very cute or like squishy which I think is awesome yeah and like I've thought about changing the name so many times like I've shortened it to just KMS from killing me softly but you know when I go back and think about it I'm like it still really works you know it's like still really is like the theme of what I'm going for. And it's kind of nice because like that name is broad enough that as long as it's in the same vibe, it still works. It's not like, right. It says, you know, dolls or like plushies or something, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely had to do a lot of work to like get away from the doll thing. And it's, at this point, like very few people ask me about them anymore because I think I've I've made it clear that like right. I'm just going <laughs> to handle it. Yeah, not right now. Maybe someday I'll uh, you know start making like very special art dolls just for just for fun. But uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I I don't know. <laughs> well, and your company expanded beyond just a shop too, because you do like other like projects, and you have a blog that goes along with it yeah. too. Like, there's like a whole other side of it, right? So yeah, I um, I don't know. It's I think it's been almost a year since I decided to start the blog, and the idea behind that was sort of um. I, I really love horror and I, um, 
you know, I really like a lot of the things that my shop uh, represents, but I also have all of these interests and ideas that I felt like I couldn't really express through my shop or through the social media that goes with my shop. So I just really wanted a place where I could talk about those things and explore those things um, a little more. So uh, my blog is called KMS Black Magic. And um, yes, (laughs) the idea is that um, it's about things that are dark and magical. Um, So I'm like super obsessed with Disney in general, but especially like dark Disney. And, um, you know, I, I know, uh, I talked to you about this a lot, but I just read Harry Potter for the first time about, I finished it about a year, year and a half ago, and I was instantly obsessed. So I just wanted a place where I could talk about nerdy things like that and come up with DIYs and guides and things like that. Um, So that's really like what I'm trying to build over there. That's so awesome too, because also like, so all those stories do have sort of their like darker side, but it's fun. Like, I feel like you have sort of like a gothy vibe, but it's not all the way at that end. Like it's, it's like, like you said, like it's like dark or like, I think black magic is like the perfect word for it because it still is like whimsical and like it's not like depressing dark it's just like the fun villainous side (laughs) which is really cool yeah so like I guess I don't know I get frustrated sometimes with social media and just you know it just happens in general where like sometimes you tend to get classified like uh like yeah I probably have a little bit of a gothy vibe, but then I get like frustrated when I get uh, classified like as a goth because yeah, I'm like put in that box. I'm so like anybody who's like truly a goth would be like, who is this girl? Like, <laughs> she watches My Little Pony. Friendship right. is magic. Like you, like who are you? But um, yeah, so I, I feel like you know they're there are always like these labels and fandoms and things like, and there, there's sometimes pressure to like sort of fit into like, you know, what it seems to represent. And I just feel like personally, like not specifically my brand, but me, like, I just don't really know where that is. And like, social media has given me like a lot of awesome opportunities to meet. Like I have like awesome Disney friends now and awesome business friends and horror friends. And like, it's really great to explore all these different communities and fandoms. Um, but for me personally, like I know, like I like spooky stuff and I like cute stuff and I like really magical fantasy stuff. Like, I wanted a place where that stuff could be celebrated all together because it it just didn't really seem to exist yet. I think that's so cool. And I feel like, I feel like that's like a theme that comes up a lot. Maybe it's like, I don't know if, you know, it's like-minded people finding each other or if it's that 
like we're all kind of the same age. And if we grew up when things were very like, there's a group for everything and you have to like fit into that box or you don't fit anywhere. But I think it's really cool that like through the internet and through us, like kind of making our own networks, like we're able to sort of combine two things that haven't really gone together yet. Because then when someone else, like you're not the only person in the world that likes darker things and fantasy things. So then when someone else finds it, it's like this instant connection because you're combining things that, that aren't seen many other places. So when you find someone else who loves those things too, even though it's like rare, it's awesome (laughs) because it's it's like, Oh, you get me right away. (laughs) It's really exciting. And, you know, in addition to that, I mean, so when I started out with the dolls, I was like, doing serial killer stuff and like horror movie. Actually, the first doll I made was a Wednesday Adams inspired doll. Um, but then I started making like a lot of Disney stuff and, and I kind of like let the rules go and just like made whatever I wanted. And I got a ton of like Disney fans following me. And, um, as my business progressed, you know, I kind of stopped doing that stuff Um, but you know, I have followers and customers from back then who like are seemingly in a completely different, you know, uh, sorry. Uh, I, I, I lost the word. Oh, that's okay. We'll just cut out this awkward (laughs) part. (laughs) No problem. Um, I have customers from back then that are like, that's, just seem to be like hardcore Disney fans that still support everything I do, even though it's like a completely different vibe than what they might be into. They're just super supportive of like whatever um, new things I'm coming out with, which is really, really awesome. Um, Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I mean, my, my brand and myself are all very like, colorful and sunshine and that, but I also do love like true crime and like (laughs) I'm obsessed with serial killers. So you're like, one of my favorite things that you do are the Valentines that are like (laughs) serial killers, spooky Valentines. And like, that's a perfect, like I'm, I'm not necessarily like a dark person, but I love that stuff. So I think you're totally right that like there can be specific things that you pull out, even if someone's not like completely on the same page, you can still like a lot of the same things. Yeah. And I think that's really important, like in, in fandoms and online communities, it's just like the inclusivity and, or like inclusiveness and like allowing different people to access like what you're creating and like the community you're building because I you know I want all different kinds of people to like come talk to me online and like buy my things and interact with my blog and my my Instagrams and maybe eventually my Twitters um (laughs) but yeah it's just it makes the conversations more interesting like it you know, people take photos of my products and 
if everybody took a picture of my pillows, like on the same Victorian chair, like, right, that's, right. Like, like that's cool once or twice, but like, I want to see like what everyone's bringing to the table. Like I want to see a bunch of different things. It just makes it fresh and exciting. And like, it just makes the world more interesting. And I like too that it can sort of be a gateway into other fandoms. So like maybe someone knows that they love like Disney villains and then they find like a recipe or a craft Mm -hmm. project on your blog. And then like, maybe they're like you and haven't read Harry Potter yet or like, you know, hadn't a year ago. And then you can sort of see like this person and I like this thing that's the same and they also like this other thing so like maybe I'll like it too I think that's really cool and a way to like expand yeah yeah what you're into which you wouldn't be able to do if you were exclusively like Disney villain blog forever (laughs) no crossover then yeah you can't do that I think that's like really awesome about social media and like really important because I think you know, if I followed all like Disney accounts that post pictures of Disneyland, which trust me, I follow a lot (laughs) because I geek out over that so hard, but, um, it's just like, you don't get anything new from that. You know, like if I, I follow all these different types of accounts and different people that I have met through business and like friends of friends. And I end up learning about a lot of new things, which is really exciting because I'm the kind of person that gets bored easily and then tends to get super obsessed with things that I knew things that I find out about. Like, um, I, I mean, I've known about Sailor Moon for a long time, but I just started watching it a couple months ago and I am crazy obsessed with (laughs) which makes sense that's like right I mean it's not the exact same but it totally makes sense that that would be up your alley yeah I mean let's be honest it is super dark like yeah it's cute and funny and quirky and real dark so I uh I'm I'm loving the ride that's cool too because I mean I get I don't know what the like rules of what makes something anime or not is sailor moon anime or is that- I, yeah I, I would think so yeah so like something I mean, I'm that not, i'm not the gatekeeper of right, anime, right. So. and that's the other thing it's like i don't even i don't even like that there are rules around things like that but something that has been coming up a lot in like my world is that i am not a huge anime watcher mm-hmm. and like a lot of people that i interact with also aren't but then we have like guest contributors and we see people at conventions that are obsessed with anime and I feel like that's one of the interesting things that feels very polarizing for a weird Hmm. way and a weird reason because anime is so many different kinds of stories right so we've sort of been talking about that a lot lately where like cool things like that like Sailor Moon and a ton of other really cool stories and shows don't get seen by people who would love them because people feel like they blanket can say like, I don't watch anime. It's like, well, anime is not all the same. (laughs) Like there's probably a ton of stuff you would love because it's not, it's really diverse and really different. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely true. I mean, 
one of the reasons I hadn't really watched it before, like I'd seen all the art and all the like, um, the merch you could buy. And I was like, Oh man, that's really cool. I wish I liked that. But, um, so like growing up and also full disclosure now I am, I'm like really into Pokemon. I totally, that was my first thing I was so into. I was like a huge Pokemon nerd. So like, Growing up, I definitely watched the show and it was often on like before or after Sailor Moon. I'd catch like two or three minutes of it and I was like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, I I like my Pokemon. Right. Um, (laughs) So I kind of assumed that the shows were similar, like in that they were sort of episodic and there's like a theme like for the whole show. But, you know, it's not like the deepest, like yeah, Pokemon has like some like deep themes about like believing in yourself and friendship and stuff like that. But like Sailor Moon's like about the apocalypse and like, yeah. magic and like, it's like really big. It's like so much bigger than I was expecting. And, and like, it seems like it translates better to adults than, I mean, not that Pokemon isn't for adults. Cause I've been playing like Pokemon go this whole time oh too, but I, I feel like Sailor so Moon obsessed. is like more grown up. Or can be. I mean, like <laughs> watching it now, I'm like, oh my god, this is not for kids. Like <laughs> some, some of it, I think I'm too young for, and I'm like right, almost thirty. Right. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely got like a lot of adult themes to it, and it's like it's really it's like very emotional and dark, and yeah, I'm I'm like. I'm real into it. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I definitely have sketches in a notebook for like trying to like squeeze the ideas of like pastel kawaii like stuff into my brand sometime. I love it. And I think that overlap makes a lot of sense. Like it doesn't seem like it does maybe, but I feel like those things can go together super well, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like to keep like fresh ideas coming in and I, I just, I want to make things that I'm excited about and that I am interested in and I like, and that tends to reflect, you know, what I'm obsessed with at the time, which might be Sailor Moon or, Star Wars or, I mean, always Disney. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it sneaks in a little bit. It, it might be subtle, but there are definitely like little influences in my work that come from these sort of unexpected places, I guess. Um, I like, so for my Halloween collection this year, which I haven't revealed yet, I mean, it's a small collection. It'll be a small (laughs) reveal, but, um, you know, instead of taking influence from like horror movies, which I feel like, you know, a lot of Halloween stuff is inspired by horror or Victorian, which is all really awesome. I, um, I really focused this year on looking at like vintage Halloween decorations and also like old Halloween cartoons, which is like one of my favorite things ever. Like the bio of my personal Instagram just says 
cats and cartoon ghosts because those are like <laughs> my favorite things. And uh, yeah, like the whole theme of my Halloween items this year is kind of like loosely based on like silly symphonies and like skeleton dance and lonesome ghosts, which is one of my favorite Disney shorts um, from like, oh man, I think it's the twenties. I don't want to say the wrong year because you know, I'm on the record right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I say things wrong all the time. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like something I'm crazy obsessed with. Um, Like just innocent kids cartoons with like dark themes like it's just the coolest thing do you just because I'm curious do you tend to pull stuff from things that you're personally into or do you take like do you find things from like your community too and like explore those or because I know you have like a pretty big like community and audience on a lot of places like do you listen to what they're into and then like go that direction too or is it mostly like what you're personally feeling at the moment it's a little bit of a struggle because I do listen to suggestions and I do kind of look at what other people are doing and what they're into but I really do try not to be inspired by what other people are making because you know I I just, I want to be individual and I, and I don't want to take away from what other people are making. And I don't want anybody else to do that to me either. You know, I don't want to oversaturate, but, um, you know, I definitely do listen like my, a lot of my customers are really into bats. So I try to work bats into my items a lot. Um, so you know, I know there are limited colors that, you know, a lot of my customers like to display in their houses. So I try to, you know, keep to those colors or, you know, make sure there's a lot available to them. Um, but I also don't want to make things I'm not interested in, which I've made the mistake of doing before. And it, it just makes work harder. Um, and it, I just think if you're really passionate and excited about something, it just turns out better. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that, like sort of sort of not ignoring what your audience is into, but also not letting that completely dictate what you do because you still want it to be like yeah. authentically something you like. Yeah, too. definitely. Yeah, I um. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's cool. I, I kind of have the same thing. Like if I hear, if I hear enough people talk about a thing I have never looked into, I'll probably look into it because it's like, you know, if you're in my audience, we probably have a pretty deep overlap of things we care about. Yeah. But also sometimes the, that's not right. And I'll watch a movie or a show and be like, okay, this is not yeah, up my alley at all. Like, glad you guys like this, but I totally don't. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I do feel like, um, you know, with especially with music a lot of the time and um and movies and things like that, I definitely get a lot from from Instagram and other social media that I'm like, oh, I should probably check that out. And then I do, and it's awesome. 
But then sometimes, you know, like you said, there are those things that I'm like, oh, this is, this is not for me, but that's cool that you like it. Yeah. Glad you're enjoying it. I tried. (laughs) It's just not, not for me. (laughs) Yeah. I totally get that. Um, awesome. Do you have anything coming out? Like is Halloween your next big new thing or do you have stuff coming out like throughout the summer too? Um, well, I was, so I, I just made a big move. I just moved from Portland to LA. So I kind of, my whole uh, work schedule has kind of been pushed out a little bit while I'm relocating and, yeah. uh, and getting settled. And my new office is actually like literally in a closet. Like <laughs> my desk is in a closet now. So in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's getting interesting here, but, uh, I have a, couple um I have one con coming up this summer which is Midsummer Scream in Long Beach um California and I think that that's going to be the place where I really like bring out a lot of my new stuff I as I was moving I kind of wanted to start over with a lot of my designs and I thought it was time for like just some fresh fresh stuff um so I think that in July, I'm going to sort of have my new stuff coming out. And, uh, and then Halloween's really going to be the next big, um, next big release for me. I am going to be working like crazy getting ready for that, uh, because it's just me doing all of this. So it can be, it can be a challenge sometimes. Oh yeah. At least you move during the summer. Like I know notoriously for retail summer is like the calmest time. So at least that that timing was good. Yeah. (laughs) Calm is a nice word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We're all feeling that right now, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely just like prepping for Halloween and trying to come up with some new ideas for the blog and, uh, you know, try to get some time in to go to Disneyland and uh, come up with some like creepy Disneyland guides for my blog and things like that. That's so awesome. So tell everyone where they can find your shop and your blog and your whole internet self. Um, so my shop is just kmsxco.com, kmsxco.com. And, um, on all social media at KMSXCO, uh, that's Instagram, Twitter, I think Tumblr, uh, Facebook. Some of them are more neglected than others. Instagram's definitely the really one hear you. <laughs> that gets updated the most. And then, uh, for the blog, that's, uh, blackmagickingdom.com. And, uh, on Instagram at KMSX black magic, um, as well as Facebook and on Twitter, it's just KMS black magic. Uh, the Twitter, uh, uh, the Twitter black magic accounts pretty neglected. So, uh, definitely follow me over there and I'll uh, <laughs> try to post some fun gifts. <laughs> Yeah, I fully understand having uh, some social media get a little more love than others. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, it definitely definitely is uh, a lot to update. But, you know, 
definitely try to keep on top of some of that stuff a little more often, especially with fall coming up. That's kind of like the season where I come alive and you know come out of my coffin. And <laughs> yeah, that I mean, Halloween is like your perfect holiday. So it that is. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it is. It's my favorite time of year. Unfortunately, this year I won't get fall because, you know, I'm going to be living in sunny California, but you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of really awesome events around here and Disneyland Halloween and the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Awesome. Yeah. That's, it's a good trade-off. I love that. I'm so jealous. Well, thanks so much for hanging out. Um, and I hope everyone goes and checks you out, especially people who are into like the spooky, magical, but still fun and adorable side of things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you're not into the creepy gravestones, just go over to the blog and we can talk about, you know, who your, uh, Hogwarts Bay is or (laughs) Sirius Black forever. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Andrea. Um, And if you guys like these kind of conversations, you can subscribe to our podcast. If you leave us a review, um, that'll help other people find us, which is always amazing. And if you want to check out our Patreon, we have cool rewards every month going out. So you can uh, see what those are. Thank you all so much. I hope you have a great week. Uh, Stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.